Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to another show of Doug. And Renee. Married Life. Married Life. Married Life. Married Life. Married Life. My wife giving you the sexy voice, married life. Oh, yeah. I ain't giving it to them. (laughs) I see. I see. Okay. Thank you for joining us for this podcast and come back again next week. Podcast (laughs) over. We out. (laughs) Relationship goals. Relationship goals. Podcast over, buddy. (laughs) We did what we told the Lord we do once a week. Once a week. We y'all. chimed in and we chimed out. Yeah, y'all figure it out. We <laughs> hit y'all up on the last Sunday in October. But no, seriously. Listen to episode one, two, and three. Yes. <laughs> 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 but we are still uh, in the month of October. Uh, this is the fourth part of Relationship Goals. Yes. And we've been talking about this. Yes. So we're going to put a nice little bow on relationship goals, but everything we talk about, I believe, is applicable. Next Sunday is 31st. Oh, okay. Very well. But we pray. Yes. So. Yes, that's when we put a nice little bow on relationship goals. We pray over our topic. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, it is five weeks in October. Okay. 31st is Sunday. Okay. Next Sunday. Or this coming up Sunday, however you want to say it. So, um, continuing with relationship goals, one of the things um, that the Lord impressed on me was something you said, and you've been saying this for like the first couple of, um, I guess say episodes. Well, in this series, um, it was part one and part two. You was like, your relationship with God has to be your first relationship. That has to be your priority. Amen. And- so I want to um, continue or go back to that because I think it's very important that we prioritize, uh, have our priorities in, sh- in order, and just um, just want to what well, we want to give to the listeners, our listeners, what you know God has given us, and I also want to um, recap last week about Lot's daughters. Um, there was some remarks um, to us about um, Lot's daughters, this particular topic, and maybe a lot of people didn't understand or know what we were talking about. So um, thank you for your responses. And those are real responses. I'm not making this up. Those are people really left responses. Okay. Okay. I'll just, so I'll just say it. Me, I mean. I'll just say it because sometimes you be like, what? And I'm like, yeah, real, real responses. So okay. um, uh, what I want to um, talk about is pick up from last week when it comes to Lot's daughters. Uh, his Lot's daughters, um, in my opinion, they must have known what the angels did to the men that came to the house. And again, I'm not going to go through the whole story of um, Lot, but if you listen to last week's podcast, you can get the scriptures and I went in, I think, detailed about, you know, what the angels did and so on and so forth. But high level overview, the angels, when they came to Lot's house to tell them to get out of Sodom and Gomorrah, 
the men of the city came to Lot's house and they wanted to rape the angels. And so, and so <laughs> behind the scenes, and so the angels blinded the men who came to Lot's house to try to rape them. Okay, that was the first thing. And then his daughters had to have um, seen what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. Again, angels told him to leave, don't look back. Um, and they left, you know, the Lord, um, fire and brimstone came down from heaven and it just obliterated Sodom and Gomorrah. And so that was another thing. Um, they saw their mom turn into a pillar of salt because their mom actually looked back. The angel said, don't look back. Just keep, just keep it moving. Their mom looked back. Lot's wife turned into a pillar of salt. So those are just three examples of something that happened around their daughters that miracles, miracles or blessings, however you want to say it, it happened around them. They had to have seen it. And so I, I, my question is, so why after seeing those miracles and destruction, did they not believe God would give them husbands? They, they saw, you know what I'm saying? They, they saw the angels blind the men who came to their house. They saw what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. They saw um, their mom turn into a pillar of salt. And that's just three examples. And, but they didn't believe God would give them husbands. Again, you got to go back to last week's podcast where they said there are no men around, which is something women in the 21st century are saying right now. There are no men around. We're all the men, blah, blah, blah. Nothing's changed. The devil doesn't have any new tricks. And I submit to you, ladies and gentlemen, listening, the reason they did not believe God would give them husbands is because they did not have a relationship with God for themselves. When people don't have their own personal relationship with the Lord, they think God won't bless them. He'll do it for other people around them, but not necessarily for them. You know what I'm saying? They they see blessings and maybe, and in Lot's daughter's case, they were even part of the miracles. But if they don't have their own personal relationship with the Lord, they think, oh, it's for other people. You know, it's, God likes them and they're two goody two-shoes. I don't, I don't even know if people are saying that. <laughs> but, it, you know, I heard people say, well, don't take all that. Well, yeah, it, it does take all that. You know, if you want the Lord to bless you, and you want that relationship with, with the Lord, you have to be intentional. You have to prioritize. Um, one of the first things, and I'm kind of getting off topic here. One of the first things we do when we get up in the morning is have our alone time with the Lord. Now, we do it differently, mm-hmm. and everybody's will do it differently. But as far as prioritizing, first thing we do when we get up, Okay, we need to have a conversation with the Lord. And so yes. or you just need to sit quietly and wait to hear from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said in in your own way, yeah. but he should be first. You should start your day off with your relationship with God so he can help guide your day and guide your interactions and your relationships with either your spouse or other human beings. But we don't prioritize God the Lord in our relationship with him because we start the day off. We got to check our phones. 
We got looking emails. Looking. Not us. You just saying people in general. People in general. We mm-hmm. p- people, humans. Uh huh. Got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. <laughs> you. I'm, I'm just saying because you went from okay. We get up and pray yeah. in our own way, and then you said we okay. check our right. phones. So, so I just people, wanted to clarify that people when they wake up, they don't prioritize having that relationship with the Lord. They will check their emails. They'll check. Their Twitter account, Twitter, their Facebook, yeah, Instagram. Instagram, all those social media platforms, and they don't prioritize, you know, spending time with the Lord. Uh, I don't care who you are, um, you are not that busy where you cannot set aside time to um, have time with the Lord because he woke you up this morning and every morning, and so you're not that busy, you're not that important. Um I just had to say that. So coming back to Lot, when I was doing the study and and reading over this about having a relationship with the Lord, and I see where Lot's daughters didn't um, pray to the Lord, nowhere did I see that or read that. And nowhere in the Bible does it record that Lot prayed to God. So the daughters were doing what they saw or didn't see their fathers do. do or did not do. So I submit to you, he didn't have a relationship with God, a personal relationship with God, and neither did his daughters. And, and so apparently neither did uh, Mrs. Lot's Lot. wife. Yeah, because <laughs> they never say what her name yeah. was. She was just known as Lot's wife that yeah. turned into a pillar of salt. Yeah. And when you was talking about that, I was just thinking sometimes that's why people can't have relationship goals because they're so busy looking in the past mm. they're looking back at an old relationship or how an old boyfriend did it or how an old girlfriend did it or how an old you know fling yeah. wore their hair or dressed or treated you well mm-hmm. if they old there's a reason why they old stop looking back at that relationship if that relationship is done that season in your life is over yeah. you need to look ahead and look to God, the author and finisher of your faith, to help you in the next season, mm-hmm. in the next chapter, in the next relationship. Yeah. And if you have a good relationship with God, then you can hear from God and it'll help you to stay focused on looking forward and not looking back like Lot's wife did. And I don't know where that scripture is at. I'll find it. It says, look forward because I press toward the mark or the prize of the high calling. And it's, 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 I think Paul wrote it. It's in the New mm-hmm. Testament. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll find it. But, oh, that was good. Because if you're looking back at your whole past relationships, how are you going to look forward? Or how are you going to have that relationship with the Lord? Because you're looking back. Exactly. Right. And, and I think, good. and I'll put everybody in this category, us included, when we are not focused in the right direction, we miss what God has for us. Because so we're so busy looking back or looking in the direction that does not have our eyes on God, have our eyes on the prize. Mm-hmm. And we miss what he's trying to show us because we're expecting it to look a certain way. Mm. Or we want to look back and see what's happening back there. What's happening with the Joneses? What's happening yeah. with the with the Jacksons and the Jameses and whatever other last mm-hmm. name, the Fernandez? We just looking back at people... And looking at what they got going on, and God said, nope, don't look at that. That's not for you. You need to look straight ahead, and we miss out. You know what? It's interesting you said that about 
looking straight ahead. And because in this story, and I didn't bring it up um, when it Lot's story, when the angels told him to leave Sodom and Gomorrah, wife and daughters, they told him to go up into the mountains. Mm. Um, but Lot looked <laughs> and said, no, I want to go into this little city to the uh-huh. left, this little city. And he was like, the angel's like, okay, if that's what you want to do. And because if maybe if he would have had a relationship with the Lord, he would have heard the angels. If God is telling you to do something, God is going to provide for you in that area, in that season of your life. But because you don't have a relationship with the Lord, you're trying to do things on your own. You're trying to, to, for lack of a better phrase, make your own breaks. And you're trying to, you know, if I can meet this person, if I can hook up with this person, if I can, you know, get an email from this person or a call from that person, you know, you're trying to do it all in your own power. But just have that time with the Lord and let the let God open doors for you. That's one of the, one of our prayers. And I don't think you would mind me saying this is that, Lord, open doors. No man can close close doors. No man can open. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We we always pray that. Because we, on, we only want to walk in the doors that God has set before us mm-hmm. or that God has in store for us. And yeah. we know if God made a way, then no man could stop, could stop or block what God has in store yeah. for us. And that's true for relationships. That's true for those who's looking for a husband, those who's looking for a wife, or those who are in a relationship and, you know, they're married and it's not going as well as they think um, it should, you have to trust God mm-hmm. in that process. And again, having a relationship with God helps you to have a better relationship with your spouse or, um, you know, I was going to say proposed, not proposed, mm-hmm. or a spouse to be, <laughs> if fiance? you will. Um, fiance? Fiance or, you know, your your future husband, future wife. Yeah. So... With Lot, just like with Lot's daughters, Lot was around blessings. Um, Abraham, when God told Abraham to, you know, get your wife and go to a country, I'll show you where it's going to be. Abraham took Lot. Lot wasn't supposed to go along, but Abraham took him. Then when Abraham and Lot, they had so many cattle and um, servants that they were fighting amongst each other to, their servants were fighting amongst each other that Abraham told Lot, hey, you take wherever you want to go. Look at the land, wherever you want to go. You, that's that's your land. And I'll take the opposite. So he gave uh, Lot first option and Lot chose to be near the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. And then when the kings came in, um, raided the area, for lack of a better term, and took um, Lot. Um, hostage, Abraham and his servants went, all 316 of them, went in, rescued Lot. And I noticed um, during this story, you know, Lot never prayed. I don't recall, and I said this before, I don't recall reading where Lot ever prayed to God for help, but I don't ever recall hearing or reading where Lot even said thank you. And And I'm trying to, I don't know, maybe sometimes... You may be in a situation or maybe you're in the situation you're in right now because you're not thankful, you know, 
And again, this is relationship goals. And I'm just giving to you what I feel like the Lord has given me. If you're not thankful with what you have, then how can God bless you with something more or something else? You know, and so just being thankful, Lord, I thank you for, you know, life. I thank you for a roof over my head. I thank you for the clothes on my back. I'm just thankful. I thank you for my current spouse. Yeah. Even if they're not acting the way you think they should be acting, but you prayed or you believed God for a spouse, you got married, and now you're complaining about what they do, what they don't do, what they wear, what they don't wear, the way they look, the way they don't look. And you're not thanking God for even that. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God, for sending me a spouse. And one of the things that early on in uh, our marriage, and I don't think you mind me sharing this because we've shared it before, before Doug got saved, one of the things I would do is I would speak what I believe to see in Doug, and I would thank God that my husband is saved, that my husband is a man of God, that my husband goes to church, my husband reads his word, my husband prays over me, my husband loves me, respects me, treats me well. Thank you, God. And I would thank him in faith. And I think that goes a long way with what you're saying as far as having a spirit of gratitude as it relates to relationships you want to be thankful for what you have. Mm-hmm. If you're complaining or, you know, not appreciative of what you have, why can why would God give you more? Yeah. What is the scripture that says, "He who is faithful over little, God mm-hmm. will make you ruler, ruler. over much." Mm-hmm. And if you can't be faithful over the little bit that you have, how do you expect God to give you more? How do you expect God to increase or enlarge your territory? You can't expect that. Yeah. You shouldn't expect that. And if you have children and if you've ever given your child a present, birthday, Christmas, whatever it may be, maybe just because, and if they weren't um, appreciative of mm. that present. That's the worst. Boy, I want to jack our kids up every time they did that. <laughs> well, you talking about cancel Christmas, right? Oh, you ungrateful little down. somebody. We about to snatch every little thing you got in your room. Yeah, so, and and you gonna learn. So just imagine, you know, if your own natural children are not thankful or grateful for what you do provide them, and you know maybe you can't get them the newest. sneakers or whatever, you know, because that's not realistic in your budget, or maybe it is, and you just don't want to buy them $200 sneakers, which I understand. Um, Mm -hmm. They're like not thankful for the $80 ones. You know what I'm saying? So just if God, if you, if your own children aren't thankful, and then when God blesses you, and then you don't, eh, you know, my husband, eh, my wife, eh. you have to look at your spouse as a gift. Mm. I like that analogy that you use with the kids and the gifts. And so God gives gifts to his children and your spouse, um, you should consider that relationship as a gift from God. Mm -hmm. And if you are not appreciative of that gift, then sometimes, you know, gifts might, could be taken taken away. Yeah. Selah. So I want to talk to um, 
our single and married folks, everybody listening, <laughs> uh, about having priorities. So in Psalm 91, uh, verses 2 and 3, in the New Living Translation, uh, it talks about, it says this way, uh, this I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. And in this pandemic world we're living in, um, that is very, as they say, apropos. But in this, in this scripture, 91, 2, and 3, is personal and is priority. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. You got to have your priorities straight. I, I, I love my wife, you know, with all my heart. I, I really do. That she's my best bud, and I'm safe. I, I, I really believe I'm safe around you. It's a safe place, but yes. there's some things that only God and I know, and the devil. Just like with you, there's mm-hmm. certain things you know, and so you just have to make sure that you have your own relationship with the Lord and it can't be your mom's. It can't be your wife's. It can't be your husband's. You have to have your own personal relationship with the Lord and you have to prioritize, make it priority. Number one, um, Psalm 24, four through five. And also in new living translation, the one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple for he will conceal me for he will conceal me there when troubles come. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on the high rock. So again, one thing when it's all said and done, just one thing. I just want to live in the house of the Lord priority. I'll need to prioritize. And so the last scripture I have as I think one of, no, I was going to say one of Renee's favorite, but not maybe. Uh, Matthew 6, 30 and 34. 33, verse 33. Yeah. Matthew <laughs> 6, 32, 34. And it talks in the Message Bible. If God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, wildflowers, oh, I was watching the news, wildflowers, most of which are never even seen. Don't you think he'll tend to you, take pride in you? do his best for you. What I'm trying to get you here to what I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax. Just relax. Do not be so preoccupied with getting so that you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things, but you know both God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality. God reality. Not all those reality shows, fake reality shows you see on TV. God initiative, God provision. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. So, again, just priority prioritize. Don't worry about tomorrow. Um, God will provide for you. Relax. <laughs> the episode of Different World. Relax. Rel- release. Um, just 
Don't be so preoccupied. Sometimes we, maybe you need to turn the news off and turn your feed off. You know, you got your little um, feed. Some of you get your news off uh, social media and your phone's just dinging and dinging. Sometimes you just need to turn that off because you're getting bombarded with all the cares of the world and you don't need that right now. Your first relationship has to be with the Lord. It must be with the Lord. In verse 33 of the King James Version, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Mm -hmm. So seek him first, and then the things that you believe in him for, he'll add those to you, the things that you need, the things that are a part of your purpose, a part of his plan for your life. You'll get those things, but the word declares, seek him first. Yep. You seek him first and you know, the blessings will come. They may not come when you want them. They may not come how you expected them to come. They may not look or he may not look or she may not look yep. the way you want them to. But they're coming. But they're coming. They're coming. And lastly, but not least, of course, 1 John 2, 15 through 17 in the Message Bible. Don't love the world's ways. Don't love the world's goods. Love the love of the world squeezes out love for the Father. Practically everything that goes on in the world. I got to repeat this. Practically everything that goes on in the world. Wanting your own way. Wanting everything for yourself. Wanting to appear important has nothing to do with the Father. It just isolates you from Him. Sometimes... We want a spouse or we want, um, uh, I want to say boyfriend, a girlfriend to my single people. You, you want a spouse just to show this person off. It has for, nothing for to do. For status. Yeah, for status. That, mm-hmm. Exactly. Has nothing to do with ministry or wanting to, you know, uh, show God in the earth. It's all for status. So you can take him home and take her home and show them off to your, your family and friends and so on and so forth because that biological clock is ticking and you know what they be saying about you. So, you know, every practically everything in the world, everything that goes on in the world, wanting your own way, wanting everything for yourself, wanting to appear important, appear important has nothing to do with the Father. It just isolates you from Him, the world, and all its wanting, wanting, wanting is on the way out. But whosoever does what God wants is set for eternity. So I just want to um, stress, um, what's the word I look for? Implore you to have your priorities straight. And I'm so thankful that, you know, the first few episodes you talked about, you know, your relationship with God has to be number one. And Mm -hmm. it, it does. Because the reality of it is, we would not be sitting here talking to you if we didn't have a relationship with God. There's mm-hmm. no way we would still be together. There's no way we would be doing this um, because God has helped us through many, what does the Bible say, snares, snares and toils, <laughs> and, toils and yeah. you know, frustrations and ups and downs and ebbs and flows and if we didn't have a relationship with God, 
surely one of us would have left by now. Yeah. Um, surely one of us. Because what people don't realize is that relationship goals, real relationship goals, is to please God in your relationship. And also, and I had a brain freeze, um, it's hard work. <laughs> it takes a lot of energy. What people don't see is what happens behind the scenes and what people go through. You see the 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 glory, but you don't know the story. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's so important for people to realize, like you said, to prioritize a relationship with God. And then also understanding that even though you have a relationship with God, it doesn't mean your relationship with your spouse or if you're trying to build a relationship someone that you're going in that direction and planning on getting married takes work hard work yeah. and you have to be intentional and um I'm just reminded because when you were saying you don't know what goes on behind the scenes I'm reminded of the the seminar the master class you put on a couple of weeks ago <laughs> what went on behind the scenes and then the work that went into it yeah and then when, when you did the, the sessions, the people who didn't know what went on behind the scenes, it's like, oh, you need to do this again. You, you need, need to do this once a month. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Somebody they, done told you wrong. You didn't, didn't see what went on behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. They didn't yeah. realize what was going on behind or what went on behind the scenes. And it's like sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of the things I love about our podcast. We share with you all that, you know, marriages work hard work, and you have to be intentional. If you're not, then you're going to wind up going somewhere that you did intend on going. And so um, I remember, never mind, I'm, I'm going to stop it right there. I, I do want to say this, mm-hmm. and I implore you, please don't take everything you see on social media at face value, the Photoshop pictures, mm. The, um, the nice, cute sayings and the cute pictures. Because, yeah, that is a side of marriage. That is a, a, that's a beautiful side, but it's not the only side. Yeah. And so if you take that and you say, I want that, and even if those pictures are real and what they're saying is real at that moment, it's not like that 24-7, um, till death do you part the mm-hmm. rest of your life. And so you got to take that with the other parts yeah. of it. And so please don't put all of your your stock in looking back at the photos on IG, Instagram, or Twitter, or Facebook, or TikTok, or whatever else is out there, and use that as a barometer by which you want to build a relationship, because that's not always real. Mm-hmm. And if it is, that's not always the case. And there's no telling how many takes they did before they posted that one picture. Because mm. we know from experience, mm-hmm. you got to sit through 15, 16 pictures for like, oh, let's just post this one. Yes. And if anybody have seen on our Instagram page, we have posted, we have posted pictures that captured the real us. <laughs> Facial expressions, <laughs> intense conversations and all, because we want to keep it real. And we want to keep it raw. We want to keep it 100, 100 with you. So work hard on prioritizing that relationship with God and the rest will follow. 
God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.